0: Hello family, welcome back to Today Uncovered. Today we continue with our leadership series with episode three. Can you imagine? I love that we keep this going because there's so much to cover on leadership. So stick around and see what we have to say. Hello guys so thanks for joining me back um, on this other episode. Now I'm going to talk about something that's really interesting to me. Um, I'm sure some of you know in season two of my podcast I've really been honing in on leadership and what I've realized more than anything is leadership is multi-dimensional, multifaceted, it's all encompassing really, including areas like your physical health, your finances, relationships, um, and most importantly, I'd say uh, mental health. Um, So with that in mind, guys, today I want us to take a look at the importance of building a life that is emotional sturdy by developing our emotional intelligence. Now, I'm by no means an expert on this, (laughs) That is why I have um, a very special guest for you, Um, a very special friend of mine, um, but she's actually qualified to advise on such issues. So help me welcome Benedicta. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Amy. It's, It's so good to be here. Yay, I'm so happy to have you on here. Um, we Well, I call you Benny, so I'm probably going to go back to Benny.
1: Yep, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Benny will do.
0: <laughs> Lovely. So, Benny, um, yeah, introduce yourself. Who are you? Tell, tell my listeners a bit about you.
1: Okay, so um, I'm Benny, as you know, um, and I am a therapist, so a psychotherapist um and currently I work um with women I I work around issues particularly with family and relationships because that's my passion um so that's what I've been doing for some time and I'm loving it Um, so that's a little bit about me
0: (laughs) okay that sounds interesting now what does a psychotherapist do like could you break that down for some of us please
1: okay um so a psychotherapist often works with a person who um might either just want to get to know themselves a bit more so you know kind of um explore whether it's issues of the past or present Hmm. um, so that they can make better choices so usually the way you would work is either on a one-to-one um basis or in a group setting so where you have group therapy or one-to-one therapy um but it's really focused on working with a person usually to improve their emotional um emotional well-being so that they can make better choices for themselves um and for their relationships
0: wow that's that's so interesting um you you have my (laughs) <laughs> yeah sparking in different directions i'm just thinking how we can all use some psychotherapy um mm.
1: yeah absolutely some... absolutely i totally agree with that um i think usually you would think oh you know i think you there's that um that statement that people often use oh you need therapy and mm. that's often associated with it, there's a stigma around it isn't there right but we can all we could all do with with therapy um so Mm -hmm. that we can make better better choices
0: definitely and that's kind of what I I want us to go into um, a bit today um but I always like to ask my guest this totally unrelated to our topic do you remember where and when we first met I just like to put you on the spot
1: where (laughs) um I think we first met at uni um so University of Hull, whoop whoop. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember where specifically it must have been in one of our um, FOC, so Foundation on Christ events, um, which was like a creative um, creative event or a, I think it was was it a, a society, yeah. creative society. Um, and it must have been on one of those nights am i mistaken are you
0: are you making this up because that's not what i remember
1: really okay please tell no us your I,
0: version <laughs> oh god but i remember meeting you um don't worry it's not embarrassing i remember meeting you uh, right before we're about to take an exam it's obviously not, but it's not the most exciting of places but we were stood outside and <laughs> i i knew your sister and I was like, I couldn't believe that you guys were actually sisters. So I remember just like looking at you and we're chatting and then you kind of said, oh no, I'm her sister. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? But yeah, that's where I first remember you. Do you know me.
1: what? I think you're right. I think I would have seen you at one of those events, but it was actually then that I met you because now yeah. I'm starting to have um, flashbacks. <laughs> Stood outside. Um, I think it must have been in the, around summer because we had Ooh. our um end of year exams and you were doing um the course that we yeah we all had our exam under the same roof in the in the sports hall and mm-hmm. am i am i getting it right you're getting it right <laughs> okay <laughs> we got you're there
0: in the it. end we did yeah um so anyway back to our topic <laughs> of interest um yeah so let's start with i think a nice definition or just an understanding Um, what is emotional intelligence Benny? Mm.
1: Emotional intelligence um, is more about being able to be aware of our emotions so an awareness being able to use them um, and being able to manage them so that we can resolve conflict stress or whatever um, emotional state's that we're we're in so Mm -hmm. it's more about um, an awareness and ability the ability to to um, to manage our emotional state and the ability to Mm -hmm. use our emotional um states definitely right so one
0: one word that sticks out to me what you just said is an awareness Mm -hmm. what makes us unaware because surely like i'd be thinking well it's me do you know what I mean it's my body I know myself Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I be aware if I am feeling a certain type of way
1: yeah do you know what Amy that's a really interesting question um and I think it goes back to issues around our our childhood Mm. so oftentimes well if you think about let's say a young boy Mm. um you would often hear whether it's a parent an auntie um, say statements that are, that could be quite destructive um, like boys don't cry mm. yeah so we then internalize that yeah, yeah. so a, a young boy would hear statements like oh you know boys don't cry or big boys don't cry or big girls don't cry mm-hmm. uh, and so when we internalize that and we grow up with that understanding. Now bearing in mind the um, from childhood up to the age of four, mm. those are really formative years in building mm. um, our perception of the world. So right. when we then grow with that condition of worth, as we call it,
0: mm. you know, if
1: I don't cry, then I'm a big boy, then well. I'm a boy. And so we grow up with that, on the, with that um, internalized belief. And so, when we then grow up, our actual emotional states—or let's say this this little boy that that would have been put off crying—then grows grows up with this suppressed emotional states. Right. So then we lose an awareness of how we genuinely feel because yeah. we are being asked from those from that young age not to be authentic with our emotions. So it goes back to. Um, authenticity so that would be something that hinders um our awareness
0: wow well that's in, in <laughs> <your show. laughs> yeah that's that's really profound so yeah just something that we had no <laughs> um, no control over basically mm. um has been imprinted into would you say our subconscious mind
1: yeah it, it could be in our, our subconscious mind um i think that's where Therapy um, comes in to mm. to be able to build that awareness, so mm. that these things, these in th- internalized beliefs, can then rise to our, our consciousness, yeah. and so then we can make um, healthier choices.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, oh, that's interesting because yeah, we I- I'd say because
0: I believe we all at times like our emotions get a bit wobbly or. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Or you just look back at the way you reacted to something and you're just like yeah maybe that was a bit over the top mm. um so I don't know what, what would you say the next step is like how, are we supposed to try and build sturdy mechanisms that that can help us when we falter um or is there is there even like can we be re- I don't want to say repaired but do you know what I mean can is there a thing as emotional perfection? Because I'm I'm kind of thinking as you go on in life, different things happen as well. Um, mm. you... I would
1: I would probably be mindful about the word um, perfection. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is that if we go back to the way we defined emotional intelligence at the start, mm. um, there was that aspect of awareness. Right. So. Rather than or, or when I'm working with someone and, you know, they describe having this feeling, they, they can't quite describe this feeling. And we all feel that way sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But then we kind of do something else and that then blocks the feeling. So we avoid that feeling. Mm-hmm. What I would suggest would be to pause. So rather than trying to um, respond sometimes in a way that that might be our default mode would be to pause and try to build an awareness. So asking prompting questions like, OK, what am I feeling? What caused this feeling? What was I doing when when this happened? Um, mm-hmm. What do I need right now? So being able to, to pause and become aware Mm. of our of of what we might be feeling um would be a way of building that emotional intelligence Mm. and then you know give us that step towards being more authentic with our emotions Mm. yeah does that does that quite quite answer
0: definitely that definitely Mm. I mean it, it just makes me think um just with the rise of, of mental health issues that are going on um yeah. these days that you know there's a lot of talk about it in our societies um mm-hmm. and we're bringing great great awareness to mental healthness, which which is great um mm-hmm. mental what did I just say Healthness? <laughs> what <Wellness>? was that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, mental health um, yeah <laughs> yeah, awareness i think i was trying to say awareness <laughs> just I was... mash up <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah mental health awareness yeah um, but i was just i was just thinking now but could the problem actually be um we're noticing mental health issues a bit too late like what you're saying mm. uh, if we were actually i don't know could yeah if we're actually trained to um to spot the early signs like you're saying like stop mm. the- and all that as opposed to bottling it up um mm. do you reckon that could actually help as well um instead of actually talking about the end not the end goal but the end mm. effect obviously not yeah. all mental health issues or you know are from this um but
1: yeah yeah it? i i think i i think i get where you're coming from you know where where can we really begin seeing as now we're aware or, or you know there's um, there's a lot of talk right now about mental health and actually we need to be putting more attention to our mental health and that's totally that's accurate. Um, I think it, if we if we think about how a lot of these internalized beliefs start off from yeah. childhood um, then what we might want to consider doing is teaching parents, how to speak to to their children Um, (laughs) teaching teachers at school I mean there's some really quite destructive um, language that teachers might use Mm. that can be internalized by a young child and they carry that through and Mm. then so that then affects the mental health creates um, anxiety so if we're able to to teach um people who have an impact or input into um a, a child yeah. uh, during those um early years then that would that that would help massively in my opinion mm.
0: wow yeah that's really um important and i I just remember that as well um because obviously I've recently had a little boy mm-hmm. and that rings true in my mind one thing I never want to to say to him or be said to him is big boys don't cry Mm -hmm. I mean Um, so I've been quite aware of that Um, but what other kind of if you'd say top five or top three I don't know what kind of destructive kind but everyday accepted phrases or things we say to children would you probably say "Mm, yeah we can we can leave those in the bin Mm because they're not
1: Mm. I think um you know boys are supposed to be strong Mm. Uh, it, it that alters view of masculinity <laughs> um girls don't or girls don't get angry I think that that's another one it's suppressing mm. anger not not being authentic with um, their emotions um like we said before big boys don't cry obviously mm. a, a young boy would want to be a big boy so <laughs> he would he would then feel like oh okay if I'm supposed to be a big boy how can I? or can I be crying and showing that emotion I'm so, trying to think of,
0: of more yeah I just wanted to interject on that one because I'm just okay. if we dissect it a bit more it, it just means I guess that's where the internalization starts from isn't it because absolutely. I want to be a big boy therefore mm-hmm. if I feel angry and crying that that or like crying that emotion is bad I guess that's mm-hmm. how you would um yeah so yeah like,
1: yeah absolutely and we call this um okay con- so mm. you're, you're communicating what that child is, is worth. Obviously, he wants to be a, a, a big boy. You know, he, he wants to, to view himself um, as a big boy who can, who can do stuff. And so now you telling him, okay, well, if you're, if you're crying, then you're not worthy to be called a big boy. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, in order to be that big boy, I have to suppress how I'm truly feeling. Um, and so that then gets internalised and, and carried through. And so we see a, a lot of um, men walking around with, with that belief.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was reading um, an article the other day and it's um, men are actually most... How do I put this like in a way that other people can understand? <laughs> you find the highest suicide rates among, among men that's yeah and I found that interesting isn't it um, yeah
1: yeah that that is a it, that's very interesting um, so men are more likely to be successful committing suicide um, while women tend to experience more suicidal ideation so the reason men are more likely to be successful just to clarify that for for people who are listening is because they they tend to um, find more brutal ways Wow. um and and so they tend to be more successful
0: what do you mean by more brutal ways um <laughs> so
1: more ways that are more fatal ways wow. okay. so so you know they're they're more likely to to be successful there okay. um whereas although women might experience more suicidal ideation or, or self-harm mm.
0: um
1: they're less likely to to go with um fatal methods i got you i got yeah. you. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, so
0: in in saying that, I, I know you mentioned a point earlier, you said the best thing is to train those who have an influence on children, especially in the early age, that yeah. significant year of one to four, um, kind of just to be more conscious of what they're saying um, around them. I mean... I guess what I'm looking for a practical way because you're not always going to be with your children. So if you find that maybe a caregiver or another, um, a family member or a friend, or how do you say, um, basically says the wrong thing, or you know, how would you, <laughs> what advice would you give to deal with such situation? Because
1: sometimes it's not even
0: from, from the parents. Do you know what I mean? Mm, but...
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a really, <laughs> it's a really tricky one. It <laughs> is honestly. Um, because the, the truth is we're not the only one who have um, an input or, or who speak with our, ch- our children. So it, it then becomes tricky. I guess what I would say is if we are aware um, that, you know, we or we catch someone um, <laughs> using such language with, with our children, <laughs> would possibly be to say... Okay, I, I I would word that differently or or say how you would want them to speak with your child. Um mm. it might be a bit of a touchy subject, especially if it's, you know, parents and and whatnot. So that is is quite difficult to handle. I think also as the primary caregiver of mm. the child, Um, we have more of an influence so I I believe and I hope what I say to my daughter would would have more of an impact than what she might hear at nursery Mm. Um, so even though she might hear destructive language um, there I hope she would hear me say you are amazing you are you know you are unique you are this that and the other Um, so those affirmations would would speak more loudly to her as as the primary caregiver but yeah I appreciate that it it is a very tricky one though yeah thanks for addressing
0: that I think the the favorite phrase I liked was (laughs) I would word it differently
1: Um, Mm. but yeah Mm.
0: it's yeah it's good but I guess like you said sometimes you will have to have some difficult conversations um but yeah that's part of relationships
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely um yeah and we'll we'll delve
0: into that um I'd love to have you back Benny um to just delve into relationships a bit more Um, but I mean we've had quite um an extensive with given the time we have (laughs) conversation you've covered a bit of ground um if you were to give any kind of you know parting advice regarding emotional intelligence and um f- I guess we've touched on children but for adults like <laughs> I, I don't want to say we've already been scarred but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah we <laughs> been traumatized exactly where do we go from here because some people might be thinking okay um I think I've, I've recognized some issues um yeah. but obviously there's a lot of stigma and seeking out therapy mm-hmm. um yeah what what in you know what I mean. What What advice would you give to people mm. thinking that way?
1: I would first of all say don't rule out therapy. Um, it can be. Uh, it's it's a courageous thing to do. Uh, it, it is absolutely a courageous thing to do. Um, so I would say don't rule it out because it does create that space for you to to really go into um, into the past and 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 the present. And kind of build your awareness and emotional intelligence. I would also say that if it was something that you felt okay, I'm not ready for right now, um, or financial reasons or whatever it might be, would be to to be intentional um, about be becoming aware of how you're truly feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be quite easy to get carried away with with social media and 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 kind of. Um, internalize what what we're getting from social media or or just the world in in general Um, but what i would say would be to to pause and and really ask yourself those prompting questions that we talked about Um, they they can be quite short but they are powerful even if it's taking let's say five minutes of your day to to pause and say or or doing something like journaling um Mm. just to pause and say okay how what how am I truly feeling um as a result of this what stuck out in my day asking yourself these questions could be quite um empowering well thank you so
0: much Benny that's really good um I I resonate a lot with that because I personally know there are certain movies I don't watch they're triggers for me like yeah (laughs) so um, yeah yeah. there's no point trying to act macho Mm. um and likewise with social media as well um yeah i think we just need i think that's just more maybe intelligence <laughs> with what yeah. we do and who <laughs> we follow on there um to guard our own hearts um yeah but thanks that's um that's really helpful because sometimes you only notice that when you take time to stop mm-hmm. and ask yourself those questions why am i feeling this way yeah uh, Why did I react? Um, Thank you so much, Benedicta. Um, So, guys, thank you for staying with us for these 20 some minutes. I hope that you have um, picked some gem up from this. Um, Do let us know your thoughts on what we have um, spoken about. And if any of you want to get into contact with Benny, um, I'm sure she'll be more than happy um to to chat with you please um yeah get in touch with her benny how can people find find you
1: yeah first thank you so much for for having me um i would love to come back and talk a bit more um yeah so if you would like to to find me you can you can go on my personal instagram handle which is therapy with benny um or you know, there's, there's an aspect of, of therapy and and coaching, uh, specifically in relationships, which I'll mention, um, when I do come back. Um, but that is hgb underscore therapy underscore coaching on Instagram. Lovely. So
0: guys, I'll put all her details as well in, um, the description box and on our Facebook and Instagram pages. So make sure you head over there, click on Benny's handle and yeah just give her a follow show some love um and thank you so much I'm so glad um that you were able to shine some light on an often um not discussed topic so thank you so much for your time Benny oh
1: my pleasure thanks Amy <laughs> wow wow
0: wow so many nuggets of wisdom i hope you guys enjoyed that as much as i did such a sweet conversation look make sure you guys give benedicta a follow on social media um, where she has so much more wisdom to give on that topic and i look forward to hearing from you guys on social media as well on your opinions and just your yeah just your general feel on our conversation as always agree or not let us know And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Remember, there is greatness within you guys.